From the smallest room in New York City comes a show that gives you a reason to, to live. live. Cops chase down, tased, and open fire on a gangbanger who was assaulting and threatening random pedestrians. I want to share this story with you because I'm having fun. In Lower Manhattan, Friday morning, 25-year-old suspect is a member of the Frontside Crips. He's nicknamed Boogie. He first threatened a woman with a broken bottle at Bowery, Boogie did, at East 3rd around 8 a.m., then at Lafayette and Grand Streets, he slapped a woman who was walking with a child. The nerve. You know what I mean? Walking with a child. Ugh. Threatened her with a broken bottle. He stole two knives from Ruby's Cafe on Mulberry Street near Spring. Used them to threaten a man at Grand and, and uh, Lafayette Streets. Cops chased him to Bowery and Stanton where they tased him twice with no effect. Then the suspect ran to East Houston Street in Bowery where he was tased again, again to no avail. One cop then fired a single round at him, but missed. He finally stopped when officers tased him twice more at East Houston Street. He got tased five times now in 2nd Avenue. Taken into custody and brought to New York Presbyterian Hospital. He's an emotionally disturbed person. Is he okay? What they call an EDP. Yeah, he's fine. He's just emotionally disturbed. Uh, joining me here is Seth Barron, author of Last Days in New York. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm, I, I'm much better than this guy. No, I'm doing. I, I'm doing a lot worse than I was before you started telling that. Oh, right. Are you bummed out now? I'm very upset. It's. I'm, mm. I'm troubled that they uh, exercise such uh, excessive force. Excessive force. Well, know, tasing brutality. a man five times. Is that really necessary? Did he hurt anyone? Is that necessary? No. That's the thing. He never attacked any. Anyway, well, he slapped that woman. Boo hoo. Right. That's not going to hurt her too bad. Right. I mean, I'm sure she. Uh, She's got a kid, which means she knows a man, so she's definitely been slapped. Mm. <laughs> I mean, she had, and there she was just strolling down the street with That's her weird. child. Did he steal, like, um, what kind of knife? I mean, usually if you steal knives from a diner at 8 in the morning, they're not like, I imagine, like, stealing butter knives. No, they're not. You would spread some butter. Uh, it's a, lot, a great deal of butter with these. They, they, these are butcher's knives. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, here's a photo of them uh, right here, and they are... Uh, so those are like um, utility knives that they were using in the kitchen or something. Yeah, yeah. They you wouldn't put those knives at the table. At the table, no. <laughs> I can't imagine that they would. It's uh, funny. In restaurants, they don't really entrust you with like eight inches. I want to share this story with you. Because Generally speaking, fun. there's just no reason for that. You know, what are you going to use it for? To stir your milkshake or something? I mean, like, a, or I guess if they were served like a whole turkey, you might want to carve it mm. up like that. But they uh, Usually they do the carving. How did he steal them? I guess maybe out of a bus tub. You think he went all the way into the kitchen? That's no, I, mean, I guess that's what you're wondering. Well, I mean, at eight a.m., like most restaurants, unless it's like like unless it's like a a diner or something, like most restaurants aren't really um, doing it. They're not open. Yeah, most of them are not open. But Ruby's was. This is the guy. He's uh, strapped down on a gurney. Uh, with his Did, mask pulled you down. Say that he's in a gang. He doesn't look like a gang member. He doesn't look like a gang member to you. He does to me. Oh, maybe. He looks like he looks like a, he look. He does look like he's a little clean cut for the gang, but he he looks like a gang that's in the show Fame. You know, sure. Maybe uh, he uh, is in a gang called uh, what did I say? Foolish, young and foolish. Uh, the uh, it was something tricky. I don't remember. Emotionally disturbed person. They're trying to get out of calling them that now. They don't want to call them uh, EDPs. Is yeah. like as is is sort What's of the new term psychos. That's the original term, actually. That's what they used to call them. They when they switched it to EDPs, cops were already like, "For real, come on." <laughs> now that and now, emotionally disturbed is no good. Well, it's like with any of these. Terms. How about people? How about they just call them people? Right. Well, you know, whenever they, um, that's the thing. If you get really worried about if you if you if you accept the idea that the stigma is the problem, 
Yes, the stigma is the, is, uh, is, is the problem. <laughs> you have to keep changing the name. Yeah, because the stigma right, eventually. The stigma catches up to the name and, uh, you know, be, then you wind up besmirching people and you, labeling them. Ooh. I the guess be, you could the, call it a you person. You could call them the besmirched. I guess now, like they say, like you don't call them the um, the homeless. You call them a person experiencing houselessness. Uh, you don't call it an inmate. A domicile impaired. Criminal. You say some a person experience a person with experience, ju- a justice involved person. Justice involved. So I guess you could call this. You a, call them a um, justum, justice system victim. A uh, a person with uh, experiencing mental problems <laughs> a, pers- a violence that experience. does not that's no better than emotionally disturbed person How about a violent person experiencing mental problems <laughs> a violence involved person he's experiencing them I, I think he prefers just be called boogie you know is that his name his name's boogie he's he's in the front side crips so he's a member did he in like good standing take too much um he must have drugs yeah too much did you you have see, to moderate the PCP. Did you see, by the way, Nicholas Cruz? Um, Nicholas Cruz? I don't even know who that is. Sure you do. He's the guy who um, who uh, shot all those kids at the high school in Florida. Oh, him. Marjorie Stoneman Douglas. Yeah, my hero. Um, what about him? Well, he pled guilty the other day. Oh. And he, um, he sort of said that uh, he'd smoke too much marijuana. That'll do it every time. <laughs> I know I've smoked too much. Well, weed. the thing about marijuana, and nobody wants to talk about it, is that yes, of course, smoking marijuana does not make you go kill people. But people who commit violence—they're never teetotalers. They tend to be uh, marijuana smokers. Yeah, that is true. Um, and people Beyond get really mad about that. Isn't that weird? Why did I didn't know they got mad about it? No, oh my! It's God. just a fact. People get so nothing. Like if you talk about alcohol, even like people who drink all the time, they revel in the sort of damage it causes and stuff, right? But pot smokers mm. get very—they act as sensitive about being criticized as like if you were to make like. Just be making like racist implications. Like, yeah, you can't even call them stone people anymore. They want to be called people who are experiencing the effects of marijuana. I mean, you would think that it's not only does it not cause any problems; it's actually it makes you work so much better. It makes you so much saner. Oh my god! It makes you so much more productive. Well, it it, it kind of levels me off because I have this like I just go go go, and I need something to kind of slow me down a right. little bit just to I, be you know. I would be so much. More, I would be if I didn't smoke pot. Um, I would my productivity would just like blow you away. I would just be I'm no, too productive. It would be it's ridiculous. I need it to bring me into the intellectual flow of traffic, you know. Right. Because yeah. otherwise I'm just like sp- speeding tickets ahead. galore. Yeah. yeah. Like the guy who um what was his name? Uh Ramos. The the guy who murdered those four sleeping people in Chinatown. Oh. Yes. Like his um the homeless guy. His his was Facebook he? was filled with all kinds of defenses of marijuana and like how smoking marijuana does not make you a bad person. Right, and f- if anything, it discourages this sort of thing. It just so happens that everybody gets high, so criminals are part of that. Yeah, violent right. ones. Right, right. I guess that's the argument. Sometimes like, they fight oh, over well, it. Uh, drink it. Everyone drinks water. Mm. Uh, does, is that is that is correlated? that what's causing it? Because he had a glass of water that day, yeah, and then next thing you know. Uh, curious, the victims also were high. 
I mean, look, I'm not going to say that marijuana causes people it's to... It's not about causation. It's just about... Uh, it's true. It's just a situation uh, that, that is a fact. There's a link. Marijuana is still not being legal in most places, I don't think. Is, is it legal in, in the middle of the country? I mean, uh, the no. vast part... And it's still a federal law, right? So yeah. there's still something attached to it. But, I mean, like, it, it still feels like a lawbreakery kind of thing to do on some level. Well, in New York, they just uh, announced that they can no longer test for marijuana, like drug tests. Not even the TLC? Uh, oh, no. TLC, uh, MT, like anything that's federally regulated. Anything with driving, I would hope. Yeah. But um, they can no longer. And like even if you smoke pot at work, like it's not necessarily grounds for um, like if say if during lunch you go and get high and then come right. back. Yeah. Like it, I think they can only fire you if you have uh, there's some impairment evident. Well, that's hard to prove, isn't it? Well, exactly. It's like I was this stupid anyway. Yeah. I, uh, what do I know? I'm always like this. Remember elevator? I mean, we wouldn't remember them, but there used to be elevator operators. Yeah, and they would actually have a function, and then they kept the elevator operators to just push the button. Sometimes. And in some cases, yeah. yeah. And now you never see that like, anymore. Well, really. yeah, you do in like. Union-run construction sites. Oh, <laughs> they have I mean, a guy not, that just stands not there. Not trying to hate on unions, but they do. Yeah, they do. Oh my God, really? Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Uh, that 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 would be a cool job to have. That's what I was thinking. If you were stoned, it'd be the perfect job to have. Just, I I think I would still fuck it up. Like, no, you. I, now that might be one case where you do have to be stoned in order to do the job. Just mind-numbingly boring. I used otherwise. to think that about all my jobs. <laughs> Uh, hey, guess what? If you like exhibitionism, particularly uh, looking up ladies' skirts, and who doesn't on some level enjoy that? I know that it is. Uh, I saw a woman playing skee-ball the other day, and oh. I don't think that she was aware, although I do think she was aware that, that just her, when she would roll the ball, her entire ass became visible. I'd never seen She had a pretty low ass. So maybe that's mm. what it was. It's, it's hard to get like, a skirt. Did she bend over a lot? Yeah, she would get, yeah, when she, she'd pick up the ball, you know, because, you know, ski ball, you're rolling it up the uh, yeah. little ramp, you know, and then she would get down on her knees and sort of like, you know, arch her back down, like inward, you know. She would get on her knees. She would knees. get on her knees and her hand, and one hand, and she would For sort ball? of fling it up, yeah. It didn't seem to help. Did she, was that, I've never seen, no, I mean, she, I just, <laughs> she didn't really do that. No, she just was just bending over naturally, but I think the skirt just was not accommodating uh-huh. it. Yeah. And, and weird, she was the only one playing skee-ball. Nobody else was playing skee-ball. But a lot of people were watching. <laughs> they were laying bets. <laughs> uh, but this is in Manhattan's newest attraction. It's called uh, Summit, a sky-high observation deck with mirrored floors. I, you don't really... I, I mean, the you whole don't point make of a... an observation deck is that you look at the... Um, because you're so high up. You're looking out the window. Yeah. I mean, eyes up here, right? If there's any place you would feel safe putting a mirrored floor, yeah. oh, sure. it would be that, right? But apparently people, even when there's this great view, they're like, oh, no, I can see a woman's panties or they're, or they're, they're mm. not wearing panties and I can see their crotch. Uh, they, they've been forced to introduce a dress code. That's what they do? Tell women what not to wear? That's the solution? Hmm. How about a rug? Yeah. Uh, they've been forced to introduce a dress code to spare the blushes of visitors oh, Lord. wanting to preserve their modesty. Since it's merely a recommendation, people who like having their underwear projected onto reflective surfaces can get a cheap thrill. I think I'll be going there with my skirt on. 
showing off. This is the new thing in um, New York City is like every tall building has an observation deck. Oh, yeah? Uh, yeah. I didn't. I didn't. I wasn't aware of that. Oh yeah, and it's like thirty, forty dollars to go up to the. Look, look. The only one I've been to up uh, the Empire State Building, and I guess uh, I've been at the the highest. No, it wasn't at the highest point of it, but I would. I've been in the building that is the tallest residential building in in the Western Hemisphere. Western Hemisphere. Yeah. Oh yeah. Which one is that? I don't remember. Someplace. <laughs> 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 it, there, it used to be 410 Park or 41 Park or right. something, like that, but now that, that one's been eclipsed. Yeah. Now it's like the fourth one. I used to think it would be fun to have a um, a revolving restaurant, but just to have one on the um, on the ground floor. That's <laughs> a revolving restaurant that and no windows. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe not. You're just in a room that's spinning. Sure. Bon appetit. Have you ever seen these videos? Of guys getting busted trying to um, photograph women's like uh, like under their skirts. Yes, I have. Yeah, recently there was one of there those. There was a I was guy at it. Mount Sinai Hospital. This was like a while ago already, who got busted on the subway trying to take pictures like underneath people's skirts, and he was a urologist. Oh wow! So is <laughs> researched. <laughs> I guess. It just always seemed like that would be really like an, a shameful thing to get caught. Like, I saw this one video once where this guy he puts his, he's like trying to take pictures underneath a woman's skirt, and he's wearing like flip flops, and she turns around just as he's like bending down. So he tries to pretend like he's tying his shoes, but he has no shoelaces. So <laughs> <laughs> he didn't think ahead. No. He would have worn different shoes. Um. Yeah, that seems like it would be like a sad thing to get busted doing that. I guess. I mean, you know, it's supposed to. You should feel bad about it or something. But it's but it's such a natural thing. If if you get a chance to see up a girl's skirt, don't you take it? I I find that hard to resist. You know, it's a stranger. She's showing me her underwear. Well, that's different from like walking around a store and like trying to take a like or on the subway trying to take a picture underneath Set, yes yeah, setting out to do but but now everybody has a camera on them at all times you know I, here's the way i look at it morally that if you take a picture of anything that you can see without going below your waist i don't i don't have any problem with it well holding a camera and like i mean that's going holding it your below your waist yeah but if you can hold it at waist level oh, oh i see what you're saying yeah one time oh, a few years ago i was walking up the stairs at grand central and i wasn't even like and then I just realized that this girl in front of me walking up the stairs like had no underpants on. Huh. Was she wearing a skirt? Yeah. Yeah. And you just saw everything. Basically. Yeah. And and yeah, at that point you're a victim. I mean, it's indecent kind of, exposure. Kind of. Yeah. Like if I were doing that, I'd get in trouble. Yeah, <laughs> you would. <laughs> and and you would get in trouble if you just like uh took a photo right there at eye level where your eyes are. I think that you would get in trouble for that, and that's not fair. Well, it's not know, fair. I don't know if you'd get in trouble for that. I think you would. I bet you anything you would, because they would assume a guy doing that is doing another oh, stuff yeah, too. Probably. But I mean, that doesn't seem fair to me. I, I I'll tell you another time I feel victimized when there's a, a family on vacation, man, woman, daughter, and the young and son is the youngest. It's always the son is the younger one. Daughter's a little older. She's thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, and she's wearing shorts that are obscene. Shouldn't be allowed. Okay. And they're tourists, you can tell, and they're because they're all t- together as a family. And I look at this man. I'm like, 
Look at you. I was not thinking about underage ass a minute ago, you know, and now I am. Thanks to you and your your inability to control the female part of your family. All right. Well, that that's a little pervy. On his part. No, on your part. I mean, she might be 16, 17. I don't know. Uh, I mean, 13 is I chose a number that uh, perhaps is a little polarizing. I didn't expect you to go that way necessarily. <laughs> but I mean, still, I mean, even if it is like her shorts are up her ass. I'm talking about oh, lower yeah. ass cleavage that is just like uh, head turning. Well, let's just put it this way. Um, the culture has um, the culture sexualizes um Sexy women and yeah, girls, yeah. girls, yeah, they do. And why? But you know, the guy's not down with it. The guy's forty-five years old. He's, you know, he knows what's going on. Yeah, but you know, um, uh, a lot of you know, a, a lot, lot of dads of, are weak. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm sure the mom is like she can wear anything. That, you yeah. know, she's a pawn in the game. Why the are girl. you sex? Why are you sexualizing her? Oh, oh shit, fuck. Uh, where? What do you want? I don't. What do you do at that point? So the post stopped by uh, the, the tourist magnet I was talking about there on its opening day to investigate rumors about the upskirting headache caused by the venue's immersive art experience known as Air, and quoted in a press release its creator Kenzo Digital who works incognito like famed guerrilla artist Banksy, said the installation shares the intoxicating sense of aspiration and inspiration that New York gives. What building is this? It's in Midtown. Uh, oh, yeah, okay. It's at uh, 1,400. It's 1,400 uh, foot tall Midtown skyscraper. One Vanderbilt. Oh, oh, right. Okay. So I don't know the address. Yeah, it's right by Grand Central. Okay. It's like 42nd Street and Vanderbilt, you know, right between. Uh, oh, right. right. Vanderbilt is. Lexington a, and, um, and Madison. Yeah. And, and really, you know, looking at this, I can see Park. that this is fucking pretty. Now, a lot of women now, they wear a skirt and then they wear like uh, running shorts under leggings it. Or, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or leggings, which are no good. I like hose. I like old fashioned pantyhose, but I don't even know if anybody wears those anymore except Chinese girls. But uh, this is what it looks like. And, yeah. and, and and you know, okay, that's from a reasonable distance, and you can still you can right. just accidentally glance down and see uh-huh. somebody's pussy. Uh, yeah, that's uh, well, I would imagine that any it looks woman, like a great attraction. Any woman who goes there, not the pussy, a <laughs> with no underpants or just scanty panties, would um, you know, would would understand that she's um, reveal making herself um. Revealable. I think I think the word you're looking for is skanky panties. Is that what you meant? You mean no scanty panties. You're right. She's going in there on purpose, trying to show herself. I just made up exhibition. That term. Scanty panties. Yeah. It's like a topsy tail. Do you know what that is? No. A Fairfield County man's facing charges in Westchester after allegedly taking photos under the skirt of an unsuspecting woman on the Metro North train. Yeah, yeah. See, I'm telling you, there's like a lot of guys who are into this. Yeah, a Greenwich resident, uh, Greenwich, Connecticut resident. M- Mahid Hidiani, well, and age there, 66. There you, go. there you go, buddy. There you go. <laughs> Welcome to America. Isn't this crazy? Have you? All right. Go ahead. No, just, I mean, people who are not, to him, these women are probably whores. I tell you something. Now, I I, I like South Asians. Who doesn't? But, but look up Google search mm-hmm. um, any, like, uh, airplane fondling. Okay. Let's I do guarantee that. you. It's going to be like a South Asian name. <laughs> Airplane fondling. Like someone, th- there's all these cases, guys like start fondling the women next to them on the airplane. When they're asleep, usually. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. 
Okay, I'm just going to read it. Uh, let's see. Metro Detroit woman. Oh, this is in a video on alleged airplane fondling. Spirit basically allowed it to happen. Uh, they Okay, they don't, they don't have this. That just went right to a video. My bad. So I don't know. I'm not going to. Do a news search. Well, yeah. I'm, just t- I'm just saying. No, I general, look at all of them. That can... was from a year ago. Three year man pleads to lesser count. Oh, let's see. South, now, South Asian. This guy is just Asian. What's his name? Oh, okay. Well, that might be true, too. sexual contact aboard an aircraft and engaging in sexual contact without a person's permission. Okay, like here I'm, I'm looking. Uh, airline passenger convicted of sexually abusing women. Uh, who was accused of addressing and following his spirit air. I mean, I'm just saying, go, look through it. Okay, they're not always... Sometimes they're regular Asians. Sometimes they're regular Asians. <laughs> Sometimes, oh, an Iraqi man who was arrested last year for following a woman's breast... Uh, you know, so sometimes they're Iraqis. Um, there's a lot of. Uh, now I'm not. It's weird. There's not any... like any. Uh, you're just observing a, an observation. Just making an observation. Please say the 30 year old is accused of touching a female pastor while she was sleeping on a flight from Hobby Airport, and there's no other information to that story. That's a one sentence story. Where is I don't understand that. Why is this woman on an airplane by herself? Why is she on an airplane by herself? Unaccompanied. Why is she sitting next to a man? Yeah. If Why? that's not what she's into. If if that's not what she fully wants and expects <laughs> to happen. <laughs> I mean, that is a good question. It, you know, former Texas priest identified as Reno man arrested okay, for well, fondling him. Oh, he was fondling himself. Oh, and his well, name was uh, Daniel Drenan. Daniel Drenan. Um, okay, here's one. Uh Passenger charged with fondling child on flight into Nashville. Uh, and here we go. Officers identified the passenger as Ali Langiba. <laughs> <laughs> okay, how about this? Man was tasered and arrested uh, aboard uh, an American Airlines plane in Miami after allegedly touching another passenger inappropriately. Before takeoff, the boyfriend of a woman on the plane contacted authorities to say that Jacob A. Garcia had begun touching her. Well, that's not... That, that's, okay. That one's, that that's one's out, off the... Uh, that's different. Hot girl's unusual experience on plane. That's, I want to click on that, but I don't think it's really... Oh, that's probably different. A video of being groped aboard a plane. That'll be interesting. Uh, um, TikTok okay, video shows teen being groped through gap in the seat on flight. Yeah, okay. The man behind kept touching my arms. N B O O B Z. And when I confronted him and showed the videos to everyone around me and the flight attendants, I was told to sit down. (laughs) Let me see. This. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, You might have to turn it back a little bit. Ugh, damn it. We'll just fix that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. On my flight to California, the man behind 
B O O. B O O B Z. Where is he to? Oh, just wait a second. Yeah. Don't expect this on Spirit Airlines. Maybe I shouldn't have said this. Maybe this is really. Do you think like I'm being? A little I think that they they probably publicize the ones a lot. I think that's what's happening. Yeah, it's 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 press coverage is really unfair a lot of times, and you know they're always trying to make Middle Eastern people, South Asian people look bad. I guess. I guess that's what it is. Anyway, uh, the guy was charged in uh, Westchester with doing that, and he was uh, Mahid Hedayati. Uh, and uh, that's that. That's all. That's all we know about about mm. that particular case. Now, another story. Uh, this is uh, the NYPD. Oh yeah, the two butcher knives thing goes on. It, it, the Daily News version is much much longer. Oh, we have glass bottles that we serve water with, and he grabbed the bottle, walked away, broke the bottle, and then came back. That's the manager of Ruby's, I guess. When he came back, he had locked the doors, but he was trying to get in. We had locked the doors. He was trying to get inside. Undaunted Fields went next door to a market attached to a cafe, demanding a mask from the solo worker inside. When he came in, he was wearing work gloves, so I thought he was, yeah. So th- there's there's more to the story. Sounds uh, like it. Yeah. Uh, oh, it says here on, on Independence Day 2013, Fields and two other gang members were, I guess, this is Boogie Fields. Uh, we're shooting at a rival gang at uh, in Cypress houses when a ricochet from a bullet hit a police officer, Sarwar, in the leg. It was at that time Fields, whose street name is Boogie, did not fire the shot that wounded the police officer. So it really goes oh, deep. Daily go. News going really deep on that. Queens man who was ordering uh, gun parts online is the latest New Yorker caught with an arsenal of so-called do-it-yourself ghost guns. Oh. That's 30-year-old Joseph, uh, Jonathan Santos. Drew the eye of police and prosecutors after buying firearm parts online. And on Monday, police surveilling his home spotted him putting long gun cases into the trunk of his car. So they were surveilling him for buying gun parts, I guess, online. Well, you know the whole thing about ghost guns, right? Ooh, they're haunted. Well, you can, like, because you can buy... What is it like if a gun, if gun parts? I mean, you could basically buy all the parts you need for a gun, yeah, as long as each piece is like less than 80% of the overall gun, the whole gun, and yeah, then, you know, you've got to do some drilling. You got to know something about how to put a gun together, you, you got to know something, but apparently, it's not you don't have to know that much. Well, they used to make guns out of uh, you know, these like what, what are they called, uh, pop guns or something Zip like that, zip guns, yeah. And that was like not even a gun. I had to shoot a potato no, but these or something. These are real guns. These are real. No, a zip gun is a real shot gun. bullets, but it was uh, very primitive. Did I ever tell you what I did? How did a zip gun? You know, you didn't tell me what you did. But uh, what does a zip gun do? How does that work? I forget. It's like there's you have to like it requires some like you only do one shot at a time, right? Yeah, it's just like, I mean, you just set it up so there's like a spring or a rubber band that hits the bullet and then. The bullet flies out the end of a pipe. A pipe. Yeah. Or yeah. like a. So it's homemade. Yeah, it's like a homemade gun. So these are not homemade guns he's talking about. No, well, uh, I mean, these are wind up functioning as regular guns. They're, yeah, because they're real guns. But they're you, real but guns. If, I, I don't know if I would trust a gun that I put together. You know, I mean, like that's the thing. That's Maybe right. not the first one you put. <laughs> like, yeah, you get someone to test fire that one. One time, I took a bullet. I was like a kid, and I put it into. I like took a hammer and I. I used the claw end to dig a hole in a tree, and then I stuck the bullet in the tree, 
and then I hit it with the end of my hammer oh, with a hammer. Shit. And it um exploded. Yeah. In what direction? Into the tree. Into the tree? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, you knew it would do that. That's pretty that that seems like good clean fun, right? <laughs> well, it's funny cuz I I was at camp and like we just found a bullet like lodged between the boards of like the floor of the cabin. So I like sort of scraped it out and then um I guess some people would say like, "Gee, it doesn't sound like your camp was doing a good good job of uh, monitoring the uh, where the bullets were. If there was just <laughs> one like in the in the dirt of in the cabin." That's probably left over from an old duel or something. Yeah. Um it was probably a little foolhardy. But you got it. I mean, yeah, it's like throwing a penny on the tracks or something. You know, I mean, you're endangering lives, but are you? Uh, yeah, I mean, a train can go can be derailed by no. that easily. Really? Yeah, it's happened. From a penny on the track? Let me tell you, I personally have seen it at least a thousand times. No, That's I don't know. But uh, this, uh, tell me what you think of this. Okay. This is wild, though. This is in Brooklyn. Watch this. It's unbelievable. That's I I have no idea how this guy was able to do this. Well, um you just roll up on two wheels, drive up onto another car and get out of it like that. The well, cops have guns pointed at you and you just take off, which is weird enough, right? How do you do this? How do you get the tire to like walk up another car? It's more popular in like the west, I think. Like in LA, like you know. Yeah. Um low rider stuff. Right, right, right. But, and they can do it with like you know, pneumatic hydraulics. Or, yeah, hydraulics or like bags or something like that. That um, yeah, it's hydraulics. Hmm. Uh, but I mean, I didn't know that it would, that it worked that way. That it would like you could walk. I just thought it was for bouncing up and down, so you could look cool. Can, like raise up like that. That's probably really super illegal. I don't know if you've seen this, but. I don't think that would happen only in New York. No. <laughs> sure. People say things happen only in New York. Like that, that are not only in New York at all. A couple people fucking in a train station. Yeah. Like, I bet you could find that in a lot of places. Probably. I mean, it used to be like only not in Right. New now York. Now we've gotten back. Safest to, big city. Yeah, you know, now yeah. people fucking in the train station. You know, it's funny because like somebody unmasked, took, by the way. Sure. Somebody took pictures like that and put it on. And like this councilman was like. He was like, look at this, like homeless people fucking or whatever. Or, yeah, or uh, up on the Upper West Side, somebody was giving somebody a blowjob underneath the scaffold, like in the middle of the summer when they had that whole, um, you know, all the homeless people up there. And this councilman's like, how do you know they're homeless? Perhaps they're just making love. I mean, he didn't say making love. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not overreact to Did this. Did you ever see uh, the movie Making Love? No. Making Love? Yeah. I would, just based on the title, I would never watch okay, it. Okay, here's the movie. It came out in like about 1982. Uh, it seems like it would have Warren Beatty in it around for some 81. reason. I don't know. No, and it's like Kate Jackson is married to, I think, Harry Hamlin, and then he's gay, and he's like having an affair. So. Yeah, it was like right around between like 78 and 82, like right in there. Right. That's uh, 82 and 78 look a lot more alike <laughs> than people realize it. Making love. Okay. Look, the, the, the poster's really funny. 
Okay. Yeah, find the poster. I'm going to play Mayor de Blasio uh, explaining, describing, I guess, what's going to be uh, happening coming very soon, the new policy. It's a mandate now for all city agencies, all city workers. It's time for everyone to get vaccinated. Our public employees are going to lead us out of the COVID era. Uh, Look, what we did with our schools worked. Uh, Our schools are incredibly safe and Schools were incredibly safe to begin with. Families needed to know their kids would be safe. Well, we all need to know we're going to be safe going forward. We've got to end the COVID era. We did the vaccinator test option, but it hasn't gotten us where we need to go. So we say vaccinate. If you choose not to, you have the right to go on unpaid leave. We're going to work with your union to figure out what happens next. But the bottom line is we're not going to pay people unless they're vaccinated. They don't lose their jobs. They can correct and come back. I think that's compassion. I think that's right. But the bottom line is all 96% of our education employees did it. 96% of our healthcare workers did it. Why is that not enough? 96%. They were saying like 75% in yeah, the right. beginning. Um, why is he, um, why is his voice cracking? Because he knows he's a f- fucking asshole, maybe. You I know, mean, this is like, going to create like massive. Um, he thinks it's compassionate. Shortages. Like lab- there's going to be like a, a heavy duty. Um, People just uh, on unpaid leave. Yeah. Like we're not going to fire you. We're compassionate. No, you're not going to fire them because it's illegal. You know? Right. It's got to be. I mean, uh, I mean, employees have so many rights in New York. You don't have the right to refuse a fucking vaccination. Right. That's insane. Um, de Blasio's in heavy duty, like, um, me no care mode. Yeah. <laughs> Which is. He's been it, that way for a long time. It's, yeah, it's, it's, uh, but now I, he, I heard it. He it really was, doesn't I, give a shit. I've watched The Office maybe too many times, but somebody said, you know, I was amazed to see that there is a real difference between him trying and not trying. <laughs> right. There's two videos in a row. Here, here's another one with the fucking outdoors, and this one's a little more, uh, I, I'm going to say even ex- even more explicit if that's possible. Holy I mean, shit. What the fuck is that? That's in New York outdoors. Not even in a train station. What the shit? He's taking a tour as well. I mean, this guy. Well, these are a couple like major perverts. I mean, that's the thing that they're doing. I mean, I guess like. Uh, Anybody um, who's fucking that hard is a pervert. <laughs> That's too hard to fuck a woman. I mean, but no, I mean, that's just like heavy. I mean, the people in the subway, it could just be like scumbags and there's an empty subway. Top of the fucking escalator. I mean, you know, in view. Yeah, I guess you're right. They're not being very careful. They're pretty perverted, too. Um, I guess that's New York, man. And that's what de Blasio and his wife would say. Like, that's great. You know? Yeah. That's what makes New York so much fun. Exactly. It's somebody on a scooter on the BQE. 560 right now. On God. On God. Yeah. Wow. That's fucked up. I'm going 60, folks. I'm going 60 right now. What that's, the that's, hell? That's that guy's going 60 on a tiny I'm like a little razor scooter. I mean, yeah, more or less. Well, yeah, he's standing. Wheel, he's yeah, standing on wheels? it. Jesus Christ. Bruh. And he's passing traffic? Yeah. <laughs> On the PQE. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. So that's that seems to trouble you more than the live fucking outdoors. I thought that was weird, too. We have a pissed off New Yorker. Uh, this is all from NY, uh, New York Scanner. Uh, it's 
This guy just knocks over this guy's shit. He's uh, dealing with this truck unloading here. <laughs> what? Why do you do that? Very good, very good. Just because he's because the guy's parked in the middle of the oh. shit and trucks oh, unloading at a certain time and everything, it, it is kind of a hassle. Here's a guy snatching a three-year-old from her grandmother. Bronx sidewalk, homeless guy Holy right there. Holy shit! Mine just t- runs right that's, off. That's demented. It is demented. You know, I mean, that this... guy's you know you you get used to these homeless people being around. And you don't really think of them as being any ri- any danger, right? And then they grab your baby. And then they grab your fucking baby. And there a guy is. Bearded, you know, Smiling. Manson-esque looking fucker. He, he yeah, is, right? Manson family looking, you know. You're a white guy, man. huh? Yeah, and, and a white family. Is it a white? Where is that? In it's the in the Bronx, yeah. Uh, you know, I'm kind of the thing is, it's New York. I can't keep up with New York anymore. It used to be that stuff like this was remarkable, and now it's just like, ho-hum, run-of-the-mill. Like, every day there's another half dozen of these things. Oh, did you see somebody got stabbed in, in the middle of nowhere? Here, somebody... And the thing is, you know what? 30 years ago, this shit would happen all the time, but there wasn't video of it. Now there's video of every goddamn thing that happens. Right, yeah, there's a lot of impact there. And uh, it's just... Uh, it's getting a little exhausting. You see this guy here with this pink outfit. These, these traffic cops are trying to do something here. Guy's he's like fucking beating the shit out of the traffic. Yeah, cops. he just punches them off, and then just like gets in his car and drives the fuck away. Right. Well, traffic cops can't really like, they don't use force. Yeah, you would do it. I wouldn't think they'd have to. But after a traffic accident, I guess because he's like shooting the fender. Why does he kick? He kicks the guy's taillight out. <laughs> What's this? Some um, NYC scanner, huh? I gotta. Yeah, it's it's at NY Scanner though. Okay. Um, is is the uh, handle? There's no C in it. I don't know why. I like it. Yeah, it's got a lot of video. Uh, here's a guy chasing a woman into her apartment earlier this month. I don't know if uh, she you know came around and uh, if she is letting herself in, getting in just in time. Guy comes around. Jesus Christ! And who is he? He's the guy trying to rape her. But does she know him? Or no. Or just chase him? Chased her into her apartment. He's like, hey, rings Come the on. doorbell. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. You open up. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. I kind of feel like this episode has um, devolved because now we're just, we're not even talking. No, well, we're we just, aren't talking about it. But we're just um, describing videos we're watching. Well, the, I mean, that's because so much of it happens on video. But you wouldn't expect this guy. Uh, you know, I can see why she wouldn't have suspected him because he's wearing a wife beater, right? So you know he's married. Yeah. And uh, a family man, you don't expect to be trying to, you know, run into your apartment and right. But he did. She did suspect him, right? She was. Good uh, Lord. Yeah. You know, th- here's uh, here's something that uh, where uh, Hokel is talking, and let's see if there's any truth like to this. Person in Chinatown afraid to take the subway. I heard so many people say they're afraid to go get vaccines because they'd have to get on a subway, and they're afraid of being assaulted in this very city. Yes, that's what. Uh, that's what's going on. <laughs> That's why we need to get... They're afraid to get on the subway to go get vaccinated. Everybody wants to get vaccinated. Get a blood clot. Uh, there's a lot of violence in, in the city. Really, there really is. I mean, it must get depressing to run this podcast. Here's a... No, I mean, you know, it would have gotten that way a long time ago. Here's another couple fucking What's outside, People by like the way. sex, man. People love to have sex. Are people? Is this? That this is like this is like animals. 
It basically looks like that. Are people just into it's, like, hey, let's fuck outside? I don't know if it's party drugs or if it's just like something they've agreed on beforehand like or too something. Too much internet porn. Maybe you know too too little enforcement on everything. A sense of lawlessness, I would say, that people just like <laughs> you know just start banging some chick, and it's all from behind. Which I think it just all this leaves me feeling very inadequate. To it be is honest. kind of weird. It is all from behind. I yeah. guess if you're going to do it outside, that's the practical way. If you don't want to lay down, <laughs> I mean, think about that's the way animals do it. That's what I'm saying. I that's think that's what, what kind of makes it look more animal-like. Yeah. Right. Like if they were just like, um, doing it missionary. Yeah. It would be, or if the woman was on. It's top. fine if you're in Haiti, I guess. Uh, uh, one more story here, and then I'll let you go, Seth. A uh, 27-year-old ex-con, a woman on top. Yeah, that's you couldn't do that. <laughs> I just, <laughs> I can't see it going that way. A 27-year-old ex-con who was released from prison 10 months ago was killed in a barrage of 13 gunshots early Friday while he was hanging out with friends on Staten Island. Mm. This sounds to me like a New York Daily News story of uh, the highest order. I mean, that's he was hanging out with friends, you see. Right. Uh, victim uh, Anthony Morales knocked to the ground with a punch to the face before the gunman... Oh, it's, I thought it was cops. <laughs> it's not cops that killed him. It's no. just people... A barrage of 13 sh gunshots. So, uh, yeah, he was punched to the face, uh, and he fell to the ground. The gunman, uh, uh, the gunman opened fire. So, one ten in the morning attack. The suspect took off from the scene on Warren Street, in front of the Stapleton houses in Clifton. He's being sought. That happened just this morning. Morales, who lived in the housing project, was hit about eight times. EMS rushed him to the hospital, but he could not be saved. Much like the victim in uh, the Alec Baldwin situation. <laughs> Basically. It was only one shot to the face, but apparently... How did that one shot kill the cinematographer and wound the director? That's a good question. I didn't know that. Oh, I guess the director was, like, like standing behind her, like, framing the shot. Like, no, close up. You gotta... You yeah, know, I wanted explaining it to her, yeah. And it wounded him, but uh, but it killed her. I, I, here's a, here's another question. Her. How is Alec Baldwin such a good shot? I know, Right? Right? I mean that's nuts. That's a pretty good shot. If it was from any distance at all, oh, other if it was further than this, you know, like a, a foot away, it's not always easy to hit somebody with a gun. Especially, it's an old West picture, so like probably they had some like a uh, vintage style gun, right? yeah, like period style, right? Period, I, yeah, like I mean, accurate. I doubt it was like authentically, you know, as no, bad as a like gun some, would be from then. Some but, like yeah. six shooter or whatever. Right. It wasn't like he was using some kind of like super sighted. Like, here's my uh, question. Are they going to finish the movie? Because actually the movie sounded kind of cool. Putting it on hold for now. <laughs> Got to find a new cinematographer, I guess. That's true. Uh, it wasn't clear what sparked the shooting. 13 shell casings were recovered at the scene. He had links to an area gang and an extensive criminal history, police said. Repeatedly busted for burglary and drug possession. He did two stints in prison uh, and uh, two years for attempted robbery and uh, two years for drug possession. Well, it's, it's You know what it is? The prison to death pipeline is <laughs> totally <laughs> later released uh, last year, the last day of 2020, December 31st. So uh, this was, he was probably having a much better year so far this year. And uh, there you go. His friends left a dozen votive candles as a makeshift memorial at the spot where he was shot. Setting that shit up, vigils, 
and memorials are a bad place to be. Yeah. You get shot at those a lot. Yeah, that happens. Uh, well, Seth, people, if they haven't read it yet, they should definitely obtain their very own copy of Last Days of New York. I mean, it's uh, it's sweeping the nation, basically. It, it really is. Uh, I'm, I've been very impressed with... Uh, oh, and, and uh, at American Mind, you have uh, an article up right now. I just tweeted it. People want to follow me, at Pat Dixon. You'll see that. Uh, it's a great, great story. You know, it ties together some of the things, uh, some of the crimes that's happened in New York City, uh, particularly uh, a couple of guys who were convicted of conspiracy to assault uh, Antifa who were put in jail for quite a while. Uh, and uh, very, very interesting stuff. Thanks, Pat. Okay, Seth. Thank you for listening to New York City Crime Report. It's time for everyone to get vaccinated. Our public employees are going to lead us out of the COVID era. Well, we all need to know we're going to be safe going forward. We've got to end the COVID era. We did the vaccinate or test option, but it hasn't gotten us where we need to go. So we say vaccinate. If you choose not to, leave. I think that's compassion. I think that's right. But the bottom line is leave. Shut the fuck up, bitch.